Welcome to Hope for the Uprooted Woman. I'm Susan Miller, and you know how much I love the pleasure of your company. I want to bring you hope and encouragement through any life change, anything that you might be facing where you need that little bounce of encouragement, that little hope from God's Word, from practical application to biblical application. And whatever you're doing, stop and listen. I love the fact that you listen when you're jogging or when you're sitting at home or at the office. So you hang in there with me. I have the most awesome guest and she's a very special woman in my life, Tracy Steele, who lives in Washington, D.C., has a fantastic story and a fantastic book. And I cannot say enough about her and about her book. So without further ado, let me introduce my Tracy Steele, who is not only an interior designer in the corporate world in her past, but now will help women with the interior design of their heart. And I'm not going to say any more until Tracy joins me. Welcome, Tracy. Hi, Susan. Thank you so much for having me. It's a joy this, to be here. This is so exciting because I want you to share uh, what you do, who you are, okay. give me a little background. <laughs> and I know you've been in the interior world of interior design for years, and then God moved you through ministry and your love of Jesus yep. to take that and apply it to the heart. Yes. Um, gosh, how, how long do we have? <laughs> Quite the story indeed. Uh, but no, like you said, I am a proud military wife. So my husband, Chad, has been a pilot United States Air Force for about 18 and a half years. So we are right at the end of our military career and we will be retiring soon. And we are anxious to see what God is going to have for us next, which we believe is going to be to head back to the Valley of the Sun to be there with you all. So we are so excited. Um, but before I met my handsome Air Force pilot. Um, I did. I thought I was going to be this big time interior designer, Susan. I thought I was going to move to New York City, make millions of dollars, own my own design firm, and just design offices and houses till my heart was content. But then I fell in love with Jesus, and he literally changed everything, calling me into a different kind of interior design, as you said, that looked at that time a whole lot like youth ministry. And so growing up, you know, I did go to church, but it was not a gospel church. I mean, it was very legalistic and I really thought God was kind of out to get me and everything depended on me and heaven. I didn't know if I would end up there one day. And so once I, once I actually read the Bible and, you know, fell in love with Jesus, I knew that that was, that was far from the truth, that he wanted a relationship with me. And so, yes, I accepted him as my Lord and savior and started to pray. What do you have for me? And at that same time, my best friend said, well, I know what he has for me, and that's youth ministry. And I thought, there's no way, Susan, am I ever going to go into youth ministry. But once I started working with those young girls, I started to see that they were just like me. 
that they had no clue where their beauty came from, no clue where their significance came from. And I spent so many years running after everything but Jesus to fulfill me and to give me a sense of, of worth and significance. And so God really started to change my heart, Susan, and the money and the power and all of the design world started to lose its grip. And so I did. I left all of that in 2003 and started uh, working in, in youth ministry, went to seminary at that time as well to get some training. And I've never looked back since. And of course, now I'm a little bit older in a different season of life. So I'm doing women's ministry. And I like, as you said, my first book just came out in August. And so as I've been traveling and speaking to women, I'm noticing that their lives haven't turned out the way they thought they were going to either, whether that was through a death of a dream, death of a relationship, um, grief, loss, you know, what have you. We all are shocked and surprised by life. And these are Bible-loving women. These are women that are in the church. And they started asking me, well, where is God? You know, Tracy, I mean, I'm praying and I don't know if he sees. I don't know if he cares. This isn't making sense. This isn't what I had planned. And I kept thinking, okay, what do I say to these women? And so one day as I was praying, I started thinking back to when I was interior designer, that there were a set of principles, Susan, that I would use as I would come into a space that would guide my decisions as I was planning and redesigning it to make it functional and beautiful for my clients. And I started thinking, wait a second, you know, God is our master architect. He is our master designer. Could he possibly use these same principles to prove that he does see, that he does care about our lives, that he is working, that he is moving, that he does have our good, you know, in mind as he's redesigning us. And he sure does. He uses the same principles that I used to use for my clients. And so then that is how a redesigned life, the book came to be is that it's emerging, uh, like you alluded to in the beginning of the interior design part of who I am with the Bible teacher part of who I am. And it's just been so fun to see God use this book to encourage women who are just like me, who are wondering what in the world is going on. Well, and you know, that's what I love about it because I love to decorate and that's yeah. my thing at my home. And I love to do the colors and, yeah. you know, what is how, what does the room need and all of that. So I was really drawn to how you parallel that with the interior of our life. And I love the six principles that you yeah. came up with. Just share briefly what those six principle design principles mm -hmm. are. Sure. Well, the first one is movement. And that really just looks at, again, God using like edges of rejection or curves, curves of surprise, excuse me. And he will use movement in our lives for one purpose. And that is to direct the eyes of our hearts back onto him who is the focal point. So whenever I was doing interior design, I would always want to create a focal point in a room because that's what your eyes are drawn to. They need a place to rest. They need a place to pause. They need a place to focus. And God, God is our focal point. Amen. He wants the eyes of our heart to be continually fixed on him. And so again, he will move through rejection, through surprises to get our eyes fixed back on him. So that's one of the principles really briefly. The second one is emphasis. And so again, as an interior designer, I would come into a room and I would give it a pop of color, or I would use certain elements to again, kind of give it a, a main 
pizzazz, a main focal point. In the same way, God is giving each of us, ladies, a, an emphasis or a pop of color. Now, we usually refer to these as spiritual gifts, right, in the church. And so in this chapter, in these chapters, we're talking about what is your pop of color? And again, how can you use that if it may not be the color that you were originally thinking that God had given you? Because exactly. it's there to give you an emphasis. Um, and then just another one real quick would be that of patterns. And I think that this one is the most easiest to grasp because we all know what patterns are, right? I mean, they're all around us from our pillows to our rugs, to the shirts that we wear. You look anywhere, you're probably going to see a pattern. And again, it is there to make you feel something, to remind you of something. It is usually repetition. So it helps you remember certain things. And so again, God speaks to us in patterns for the same reason. Because Susan, I sometimes get forgetful of things that God teaches me. I sometimes get lazy. And so all of a sudden, if I start seeing a pattern in my life, I know I better start praying because God is trying to communicate to me. So that's kind of some quick examples of how I try to intermix um, some of what God or who he is and how he moves with some real tangible design principles. And they're really fun because every time you see a pattern or every time you think of movement or pops of colors, I'm hoping that you'll remember some of the things that you've learned about God through the book as well. Well, and I love that because you take those six mm -hmm. principles mm -hmm. and you break it down with practical application, mm -hmm. how to apply that to our life from the inside out. Yes. And yes. I just love it. In fact, in my marked up book, I love how you take from movement to emphasis, from pattern to contrast, from balance to space and break it down. And it is so applicable. I love how your book is designed for a woman whose life is not going as planned. And, you know, my life didn't go as planned. I never thought that I would be, you know, in full-time ministry and write a book myself. Um, never thought that. And you, of course, were in the corporate world, never right. thought you'd marry a military man. Nope. And so, you know, hey, I love the fact, you know, I have a military soft spot and a real yes. passion for my military spouses all over the world. Right. And so actually, Tracy, that's the only reason I had you on, because you're a military woman. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. but, but I think, you know, your life has not been as you've planned. And especially as a mom, you know, you've met, um, it, it wasn't all bubbles and whipped cream. And, you know, just the fact that you've learned a lot about motherhood, because that didn't look yes. like you thought it would, nope. but just nope. share your life a little sure. as a military spouse yeah. and and a, a mom of two precious yeah. kiddos. Yeah. Well, and again, and, and all throughout the book, I share multiple examples of this. I mean, I love stories. I think we can learn a lot from stories. There's other women's stories in the book as well, not just mine. So if you like stories, this is a book for you because these are real Jesus loving. We don't have it together all the time. We're not perfect all the time. We doubt, we cry, we get frustrated, but we've always seen God move. God has never let us down, even in the darkest of days. And so I've already alluded to my career completely going in a total opposite direction. Never made a million dollars, never moved to New York, um, never was going to marry military. I've married military and so glad I did. Um, but you know, even that he's deployed over holidays, you know, that's not 
what I had wanted to have happen. We've lived in places I haven't really wanted to live. I've had to leave all my family, mentors, best friends behind, church that I loved behind, um, you know, to go live in places where sometimes it's been hard to make friends. It's been hard to maybe find those places of worship where we feel like we belong or my kids, you know, now they're getting to the ages where I'm seeing them struggle sometimes to make those friends. And so again, those are some other examples of gee, life not going or me ending up living in a place I really would not want to go, but God has shown us every place that we've been, Hey, it was for this person or, you know, this, this reason that he maybe moved us to these places. And he's always been so faithful. And I've had to learn how to toughen up. If I could say that gently, you know, to know that I've got to go out and pursue people, you know, that Christ pursues us with love. I've got to go and put myself out there. And at the end of the day, Susan, whether or not these people want to be my friends, I know that I'm loved by a God who will never leave nor forsake me, no matter what my zip code is, no matter if I can find Target or not, God is still for me. He is still with me. And he has a purpose for every place that he has moved us. Uh, motherhood. Uh, you know, that's another thing that you alluded to. Um, one of my ch children has had some special needs. You know, that was not in the plans for me. I mean, I wanted my kids to be perfect, right? Just like every mother out there. I wanted them to, to learn the Old and New Testament by age five in Hebrew and Greek, right? And, you know, just be these perfect church-going kids. And, well, y'all are probably laughing, aren't you? Because you know how that's gone. And, um, and so it's been humbling. And it's been hard sometimes to see my kids struggle. Or sometimes when I lose my my patience with them or you know things like that I'm like whoa what kind of mom <laughs> are you and so I think all of us can say that motherhood is full of shocks and surprises but all of those things yeah everything that I mentioned in the book have always brought the eyes of my heart back onto the focal point which is God himself and it has given him those opportunities to show up and in some ways to show off for me because I really had nothing but him and had God had life gone the way I thought or had it gone easy or had it gone the way I planned, I can guarantee you that life would be uh, godless really because right I would have put the focus all back on me so has it been easy no but man I am more in love with Jesus and I think the reason is is because it hasn't gone well I just want to say preach it sister because what you are saying to the military spouse as well as to moms who mm -hmm. perhaps have never moved but have gone right. through great change or loss right. in their life uh these are applications. This yes. says, hey, you can do it. You can make it. Yes. Yes. I'm all over that to help yes. a woman bloom wherever she is planted, right. um, regardless of the circumstances. Mm -hmm. So this is invaluable in addition to the tools and principles in your book. I love how you do design tips at the end of each chapter yeah. for the heart and the home. Yeah. Yes. And how you have your muse minutes where you challenge the reader with questions um, and you know I'm such a quote person I love all your quotes that stand out in the book and I always say if a book finds its place beside my chair it's uh -huh. a keeper because Ooh. I read it and reread it and reread it but you know what is so wonderfully unique about you is that First of all, you're not about all of the publicity and all that goes with speaking and writing. You're about Jesus. You're all about talking to the heart of the woman. So if you, 
you know, had one thing that you would counsel a woman or encourage a woman with when her life does not go as planned for the listeners who know me know that my life did not go as planned. Not only did I start out never thinking I'd be now an international ministry and travel all over the world, but that I would lose Bill Um, my husband, to cancer. And all of us as women have detours and bumpy roads. You know, it's just unplanned stuff. And so your message is timeless, Tracy. And what is one thing when a woman feels like, this is not what I planned? uh, What is one thing that you would share with her? It's to remember that you're not alone in that. Okay. But keep your focus on the focal point. And that is God himself, because the world will wobble. The only way that you and I can remain steadfast in our faith, constant in our faith, is by focusing on the only constant that we really do have, and that is God himself. And he has given us the Bible with all of the things that we need, all of the tools, all of the truths, and that is what we have got to remain focused on. Not the circumstances, not the emotions, not the in-laws, not the hormones, not the children, not the test results, not the coronavirus, you know, all of these things that are vying for our attention, saying that they are going to do this or that. No, God is in control. He knows what has happened because he's already designed for it or will allow even the the awful things. There is a purpose there. And so keep your focus on the focal point. And you are not alone in that. We are all with you for you. Amen. And we're all in this life, this thing called an unplanned life together. That's right. For sure. Hey, Tracy, if somebody wants to contact you, Mm -hmm. um, your website is Tracy Steele, Tracy M. Steele. Yep. Tracy M. As in mother. Yep. Tracy Tracy. M. Steele. And it's S-T-E-E-L, not S-T-E-E-L-E. Correct. Tracy M. Steele dot com is how to reach you is that the best way yes that's the best way and then i am on instagram at tracy m steel twitter at tracy m steel facebook at tracy m steel ministries so very easy to find me and then you can get the book on amazon.com or barnes and noble target all of those online anywhere that you get books but the most important thing i think is you add so much to a woman's life for her to be in touch with you yes you know, yes. to know that you can encourage her heart yes. one-on-one. Correct. Uh, that, to me, that's so important. You know, I love it when I speak. I love it when I write or do podcast or Facebook, but it's that one-on-one that I just cherish. Yes. And that's me too. Significant. And that's how Jesus did it. Yeah. I mean, you think right. about his ministry. I mean, he did speak to the crowds, but then he yeah. was very intentional right. about one-on-one. So I do try my best to respond to every email or every, you know, message. And yeah. I love, I'm an extrovert. I'm one of the few writers out there that's an actual extrovert. Yeah. And so I've given my life to this call to love on women with the gospel. Absolutely. And, and I think that's another reason I love you because <laughs> we're a tandem heart right. of one. And you have helped me in redesigning my home and giving me tips. And then at the same time, how best to keep my heart always redesigned and with the the pop of color. And, you know, I always tell women too, when we're talking about the practical design world, that, that really what makes a home beautiful is not the furnishings that's within it, but the faces 
That's right. That are within it. So yes, we can talk about paint, but I'd rather really talk about your heart yep. because that's what Jesus is concerned about. Yep. So it is fun to do the, you know, outside of our homes, but let's also ladies encourage one another and pray for one another as we are redesigning our hearts, because those are the interior spaces that really matter most to God. Exactly. And I always say, I'd rather see your heart than your hairdo. There you go. That's right. <laughs> hey, we're like, we're like freaking crack here. That's right. Tracy, thank you so much for being my guest. I've loved every minute. I feel like we're just sitting, having a cup of coffee and just visiting, which you and I've done many, many times. Yeah. And I just pray God's blessing on you. I know Jack has a, your son has a fractured wrist this week. He sure does. Pray for him. Total chaos for you. As, as usual. So, yeah. um, Anyway, I love you and thank you a million for being my guest. And for those of you that are listening in, you know that you make my day when you listen and hang out with me for a little while. And I just always want you to know as my listening audience that you matter to me, that you're very important to me. And I want to bring you hope and encouragement and let you know that you're not alone. And you know what? It just doesn't get much better than that. And we'll see you next time. Hope for the Uprooted with Susan Miller is a production of Just Move Ministry. Just Move Ministry is a nonprofit, non-denominational ministry dedicated to the emotional well-being, spiritual growth, and ongoing resilience of women uprooted by a move or other major life change. Susan Miller is the founder of Just Move Ministry and the author of After the Boxes Are Unpacked. Around the world, women uprooted by a move are gathering in After the Boxes Are Unpacked study groups. Together, they form friendships and find belonging in a new community while seeking to understand how God is using their move to grow and deepen them. Learn more at justmoved.org where you can sign up for weekly words of encouragement, subscribe to Bloom, an inspirational publication, and read new articles every month that inform and inspire. Join the Just Moved community and the Just Moved community Facebook group, a place to connect with and be encouraged by other women anticipating or recovering from a move.